Have you ever asked yourself, why is it that I don't do what I say that I'll do? Have you ever asked yourself that question? If you have, then there's some behavior change that needs to be done. Hi, I am Aboy Mbaru, a corporate girl who also has multiple passions. When I'm not at my nine to five, I spend time focusing on growing my small side business that I love. I created From Stack to Unstoppable podcast to give you simple, actionable strategies to help you get unstuck from limiting beliefs and find your purpose. If you're a professional, a nine to fiver, or an aspiring entrepreneur, and are looking to get out of your comfort zone, use your God-given talents and passion, you, my friend, are in the right place. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of From Stuck to Unstoppable podcast. I am your host, Wambo Imbaro. It's February already. Can you believe it? So this is a time when New Year's resolutions for most people have probably dropped. And that excitement and eagerness to be a different person has now kind of been like on the backside. But I have good news. This year, we're going to do things differently. This is the year we are not only going to hit all our goals, but we're going to apply the right systems to get there. Now, if you're looking to build good habits and eliminate bad habits for good, then this episode is for you. You're going to learn how to form habits that stick by using systems that will get you exactly what you need. So today I'm sharing five key takeaway lessons from a book I read that I have been implementing in my personal and business life and I have already started seeing major results. So the book is called Atomic Habits and it's by James Clear. This book was an answered prayer because I have struggled with consistency for a long time. And even though in some areas of my life, I've been pretty consistent. There are other areas that I have not been consistent and I needed help. Have you ever asked yourself, why is it that I don't do what I say that I'll do? Have you ever asked yourself that question? If you have, then there's some behavior change that needs to be done. So James says that before we build good habits, we need to take an inventory of our current habits and ask ourselves if it's the right thing or not. Because once a habit is formed, it becomes rooted. Being self-aware of your daily habits will help you check the ones that are effective and those that are not. You can track these daily habits by using what he calls a habit scorecard. Starting with the time you wake up, write down every single thing you do. For example, wake up, check your phone, use the bathroom, make coffee, make breakfast, and then look at each behavior and ask yourself, does this behavior help me become the person that I wish to be? So let's say you want to change a bad habit. Let's say for instance, you want to stop eating junk food. Say aloud what you're about to do. For example, you can say, I'm about to eat this cookie, but I don't eat it. Eating it will cause me gain weight and hurt my health. Or say you want to buy something that you really don't need. So you could say, I'm about to buy this phone or whatever it is that you want to buy. Buying it will cause me not to save money and will hurt my future. By pointing and calling, it makes you recognize your habits and helps you to stop yourself and make a behavior change gradually. The second lesson that I learned was that it is the daily habits that accumulate and determine who you are. If you want to know where you'll be at the end of the year, all you have to do is look at your daily choices. What are the things that you do repeatedly every day? 
Do you sleep on time? Do you read on a daily basis? Do you save money? Do you exercise? When it comes to forming lasting habits, you just need to get 1% better every day. Just 1%. The thing is to start small because small wins accumulate in the wrong run. This is true because when I started running, I would run to the end of my driveway and I would just stop because I would lose my breath. And then I increased my distance to running to the neighbor's driveway. And then the next day I ran to the other neighbor's driveway and I continued that way. And in a couple of months, I was able to run one mile without stopping. So my 1% of running every day accumulated into running one mile and then two miles and then running half a marathon a couple of years later. I didn't see these changes daily, but over the long run, I had become a runner. Habit formation requires patience and focus. Now, on the contrary, if you repeat 1% of a poor decision every day, that too will compound it to bad results. If you're stressed all the time, that compounds and results into not so good results in your health. If you eat junk food every day, that eventually results in poor health. If you spend more than you earn and never save, that results into always being broke, right? You see the pattern? The third lesson that I learned about forming an effective habit is to make a plan ahead of time about the day, the time, and the place you would be doing something. James calls this implementation intention, which is how you plan to implement your intention. For example, if you want to exercise, you can say, tomorrow at 5 p.m., I will run two miles at the park across from my house. I will journal at 8 p.m. every day in my room. And you can do this with anything you're doing, like going to the doctor's office. You can say Thursday at 10 a.m., I will go for a mammogram. So you're more likely to perform a habit when you're clear on what, where, and when you want to do it. You know, big vague by just saying, I will get healthier or I will write a blog post, that doesn't help because that action is not likely to happen. The fourth lesson that I learned to form a lasting habit is to identify a behavior that you already do each day and stack your new behavior on top of it. This is called habit stacking. And just like the implementation intention where you pair your behavior with a location and a time, with habit stacking, you pair your desired habit with a current habit. For example, after I brush my teeth, I will take my vitamin. After I get home, I will change it my exercise clothes. See? My fifth takeaway was that it is our environment and not our motivation that affects how we behave. Science has proven that our vision is the most powerful of all our sensory abilities. And visual cues stimulate our behaviors in a very big way. Have you ever noticed that if you place a bowl of fruits on the kitchen counter where you will see it every day, rather than in the fruit bin or in your fridge, you will tend to eat more fruit. But if you keep candy on the kitchen counter, hey, you get to eat more candy, right? So James also talks about the difference between goals and systems. Goals are the results you want to achieve, but systems are the processes that lead to those goals. So goals help you set a direction. Systems are the steps you take to get to your goals because you can spend too much time writing your goals but you need some steps to get there, right? So implementing a system of continuous small improvements will help you get to your goal. So those are my five key takeaways from Atomic Habits. If you haven't read the book, I highly suggest that you read it. 
Actually, I read it for the second time. And this time around, I'm sticking to my habits. So I hope you take at least one of these strategies and use them in your daily life and start forming atomic habits by mastering just 1% of a behavior every single day and see how it can lead to amazing results in your daily life. All right, my friends, thank you so much for tuning in. And if this episode has helped you, please share it with your friends and family. I would love to reach more people. And until next week, take care. Hey, if you enjoyed today's episode, please take time to review and read it. It's the fastest and easiest way to say thank you for creating this content. Until next time, keep thriving. I cannot wait to see you next week. Take care now.